Uh, welcome back to another episode of Mac and Mike in the Morning. I'm Mike. And I'm Mac, and welcome back to another episode. Today, this is, or, well, this is our last episode of the year. The last episode we're recording of the year. And <laughs> we will release for the year. Right? For the year. <laughs> I guess. So, I, yeah. Uh, well, so, if you get it in, if you, if you edit, we were talking about this at lunch. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll just do single take. One take, one shot. Well, we've already butchered the first take. <laughs> Well, it's easy. You just cut off the end. Okay. From now on, we're just doing a uh, single take. Wait, no. With your software, it should take you like five seconds to edit nowadays, right? It's not quite that easy. Uh, <laughs> I wish it were that easy. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. Um, this episode's brought to you by Sprite Zero. Is that what they do in the Sprite commercials? Yeah, it is. Usually they pour a cup first. Yeah, I wish I'd opened this on air yeah. and just like cracked it open, but yeah, I can't. We should have brought a cannon. I'll just take a now. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Thank you, Sprite, for sponsoring us for 13 more episodes and for our half marathon run in New York City. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. We just need to receive that check first. Gotta get the check, Sprite. <laughs> Alternatively, if you're listening to the podcast and would like to sponsor <laughs> Mike and I to run in the New York City half marathon, send us money. Yeah, we uh, only need $1,300 more. Each. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> so what's new, Mac? Wow, what's new? Well, it's December 30th, 2019. Last two days of 2019. Last two days of the 2010s. Yeah, uh, as we've been saying all day, uh, new decade. Well, not quite new decade, but pretty much new decade. Do you know Tom Scott, the uh, YouTuber? Mm-mm. Uh, well, he's a... Uh, a YouTuber, he released a video today explaining that bugs in uh, software mean that it's already 2020 in some parts of the world. Because of like how time. they do like calendar math. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's like, like a math. long time to be off. Though. Yeah, I know. That, that was his point. <laughs> I don't even know how you do that. Uh, I didn't watch the video. I just saw the thumbnail oh, okay. um, and read his... Uh, little description he put in for the video but it seemed interesting enough to watch later so maybe i'll okay i'll tune in hey right. tom scott's great i'm surprised you don't know about him no i don't i'm not really up on the up uh with the youtube youtube or even like tech stuff i've like stopped reading hacker news really yeah it's, i haven't read it in like five years what do you do in your book <laughs> you said you stopped reading hacker news as if it was like a month ago <laughs> But, yeah, uh, we're drawing it close to the end of the decade. Um, do we want to talk about end of year, end of decade things, or do we want to look forward, like, hey, let's, what are you most excited for about in 2020? Wow, well, I feel like, I feel like we have to save uh, New Year's stuff for New Year's time. Okay, so we're doing a recap. I think recap is okay. the way to go. Recap of the decade. Although, yeah, I don't even know if my brain stretches back that far. What was 10 years ago? 2010? I was still in high school. What was I doing? I was a junior. Oof. Do you know where I, well, what was I doing in 2010? I just graduated college. No, 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 I was a senior, but you just graduated college? Yeah. With your bachelor's degree? Yeah. And you were thinking about going to grad school, or you were already I walking? was already on the way. Well, twenty started 2010, I was applying to grad school. Uh, summer, or September 2010, I was, um, I started grad school. Yeah. Oh, you were already in grad school. You were in grad school before I graduated high school. In, no, September 2010, I was in grad school. Yeah, I graduated 2011. Oh. Yeah, so I was a senior in 2010 through to 2011. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. 
I was, uh, I feel like uh, I was just learning how to become an adult. I was th just thinking about this the other day. I was just learning how to be an adult in grad school. Yeah, because it was like the first, <laughs> it was like the first time I had to find like an apartment on my own. Like granted, in college we like, I don't know if you ever lived off like campus housing. No, but I had friends who did. Um, well, like, like you had to find an apartment. And in college it's like kind of easy. And I guess it was the same thing in grad school. Um, like I just actually ended up getting on campus housing, yeah, like grad yeah, student housing. Yeah. That, that was actually really easy, but then it was like, oh, I had to get like furniture and stuff. <laughs> and like, I, I don't even know how I survived because I completely arrived with like zero plan at like, all. <laughs> <laughs> I like showed sure. up with like two suitcases. I don't even know how I arrived, get, got from like the airport to like my apartment. Um, but, like, I had, like, no clue, like, okay, I didn't even have a car, so I was like, okay, how am I going to get around? How did you, was Uber around at the time? No. You had a taxi? Like, you had to call ahead, you had to call ahead for an airport <laughs> shuttle. Like, you call, like, two days in advance, being oh like, God. hey, I'm showing up at this time, this is my flight number, um, and they'll be like, okay, they, they look at their schedule, they, you know, and they say, I've okay, we're we'll arriving that. here, show up at the store, even that. I used never to do this, I used to do this for like two, three years every time I flew out of, uh, from grad school because mm -hmm. you had to like prearrange a ride. You know like the airport super shuttles? Do you yeah, ever take yeah, one? Yeah, I know what they are. I've never taken oh, one. Oh yeah, like that's sort of what you have to do, right? Oh, so you call a shuttle service. And then they drop you off wherever you need to go? Uh, yeah, more or less. And then it's usually like a pool, so it's like an Uber pool type thing. I see. Um, and you kind of group them together. Yeah, so it ended up being like $15, $20 to the airport versus like a taxi, which would be like super expensive. Um, that's a good way to do it. Yeah. And I imagine all the grouping was done manually. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you like call a person and you're like, all right, yeah, we have like one seat on this. Yeah, it's reserved oh, for you. And then they give you a number. And so when you land, you either call them or they call you and be like, hey, like, yeah, I'm waiting for my bags. I'll be like, I'll be there. And they're like, okay, great. Uh, weird. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. I'm sure that whole industry has like died. Like their whole yeah. companies, like people, there was like this one like mom and pop company that did it in Ann Arbor. Um, they had like three or four vans like that, and, and, and yeah, they're yeah, just like they're probably dead now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. business. Yeah, because then Uber, I was like, oh wow, like Uber killed them because I remember calling Uber. I was like, oh, it's only like thirty bucks to the airport. Yeah, why not do that? Well, they could pivot and then become Uber drivers, become an Uber driver company. Although I don't yeah. know if that's like sustainable. I I guess that's how Uber started. Like they called all these like black cab like companies yeah. drivers, and they were like, hey, while you're on the side, just install this app and pick up rides. Oh really? Yeah. Oh interesting. Yeah. I was reading uh this new the new Uber book, you know, yeah. Super Pumped. Uh never read it. Oh okay. Yeah. Never heard of it. Um when yeah. did it come out? When did it come out? Recently. This like year, within yeah. the past few yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> I actually okay. went to a, a, a book signing. Uh, oh this year here. Okay. Here Wait, who's the author? Uh, Mike Isaacs. Oh no. no. Okay. He's a journalist for the New York Times. Oh, okay. I thought it was gonna be like a exec at Uber. But anyways. Um no, it was like a not good depiction of Uber. Oh, yeah. So then probably wasn't it exactly <laughs> Uber. Um, yeah, so that that was what I was doing. What were you doing? What were you doing? You were playing football, right? I'm trying to think of what I was doing. 2010, I was. Shoot, what was I doing? January of 2010. No, if we're talking January 2010, I was a sophomore. Because fall of 2010, I was a senior. And then. Wait, how'd you go from sophomore Sorry, to junior. <laughs> I was like, wow. Junior. What was I doing junior year of high school? Yeah, what were you taking? What classes were you in? I was in a lot of uh, tech classes. You had tech classes in high school? Yeah, let me, let me think what I was taking. I was taking some, like, 
maybe like a civil engineering course, maybe like a robotics course, maybe like a... As a sophomore? We had like CAD and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's I intense actually. Yeah. Kids these days, they learn so much more. <laughs> I was taking, let me see what I was taking, AP language, which is like writing. Yeah. I was taking wow. regular US history, which was like my easy class. I took AP Euro- European history. Oh, yeah. yeah. Taking, like in, in sophomore year, and it just destroyed me. So I was like, I hate history. I'm never going to take it AP. <laughs> so then I took uh, US history. <laughs> and it was such a breeze. I was, was taking AP physics, a lot of APs. I was taking math at UB back then still. Wow. What? They had a special program for people in seventh grade onward. They went to UB to take math classes for, as opposed to like taking them at your home school. You were taking math classes at UB from, from seventh grade Yeah, on? but they, they weren't like actual courses. They were like, it was just kids from all around like the area, like in different schools would all go to UB for a single math class taught by some special, oh, they called it cool. the gifted math program, but it was really just for like overachievers if they like wanted to do extra math. That was pretty cool. Um, it was nice because I, well, it was nice and not nice. I had an extra period during the day. I didn't have to take math, um, but I had to go to math class every Monday and Wednesday from like 6 to 8.30. At night? Yeah, as oh. like a 6th and 7th. No, when, when we were in 7th and 8th grade, it was 6th, 7th, and 8th, actually, yeah. It was all middle school and all high school. Was it? No, 7th and 8th? I don't know. I, don't, I honestly don't remember at this point, but it was like 4 to 6.30, mm-hmm. and then the high school when we had sports, it was like 6.30 to 8.30 or 6.30 to 9 or something. Something crazy, like really late to be like focusing on like school. That was crazy. Yeah. Doing that? I, I w- couldn't even tell you what classes I took. In high school? No, not, not even in oh, high school. Okay. In 2010, my last, oh. year, my last semester at college. Oh, come on. You can I don't think... It. I think I took game theory... Uh, um, because I was in the class with my friends Mark and Porus, and we have this joke where I don't know what it was. We were in uh, what they call it? discussion or recitation discussion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the TA, and he had some game with like pennies, <laughs> like it was like his pennies, and we were like yeah. he was like showing us some some game, right? Yeah. And we were doing the game theory for it. And so Mark and I like took the pennies and like stepped it in like Porce's stuff. <laughs> and we're like the joke was that he was Porce was like trying to steal like this TA's money. <laughs> That's great. The TA's like, where's my pennies? Yeah. <laughs> we're like, I didn't take Porce's account. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think I took that class senior year. Um, I was trying to think. Oh yeah, yeah. So I took microelectronics as well. Mm. Uh, that was a course that destroyed me in school. Yeah, that was tough. That just, just was like a ton of just work. That was like it was like a senior design like class. Oh god! So we had to um, create a uh, project. Like it's just like three or four projects. You can spend yeah. like infinite time on it, right? Yeah, that's tough. Um, uh, and of course, you have this grandiose vision. <laughs> right. Exactly. You're like this is great. This is great. <laughs> and then being like a ton of software too, um, <laughs> which like sucked. I was like, crap. There's so much code to write. <laughs> um, and it's all just like you know, it's like low level C. You're writing like a, a like yeah. for this like microcontroller. Um, Interesting. Uh, Do you remember which microcontroller you were using? I don't. I think maybe it's like an AVR. Uh, like mm-hmm. an Atmel. I don't know. Oh, okay. I, know. Um, I, that, uh, I took an algorithms class. That kind of kicked my butt. Um, mm. What else? Uh, that's only three classes. That is only three. Game theory, algorithms, microelectronics. Maybe you had an easy uh, semester. <laughs> 
Well, you're probably no. TAing, right, in grad school? No, this wasn't grad school. This was when I senior year of college. Oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Same thing. I also feel like I may have done... I don't know if I did... I did research, because I don't know if I did research credit. Because I remember going to a conference, which ended up screwing up. I ended up going to a conference in San Jose, which was really annoying. Well, it was cool, actually. But... You had to fly across the country? I had to fly across oh, the country God. while also working out, like, schoolwork and stuff. <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> it was like, yeah. I was like, this is really bad. I was like, yeah. It was... Because it was, I remember talking to some of the grad students who were traveling with me, yeah. who were traveling not with me, they were just also traveling there, and I like, ran into them, and they're like, oh, let's grab lunch, let's go, okay, fine. Um, and I'm like, yeah, so I had to like give this workshop talk, and then also like do my homework, because they were like, how's the talk coming? I'm like, oh yeah, it's good, but I also have to like do this, finish like this homework I have, and they're like, oh right, you have like homework. It's like an undergrad, <laughs> right? God, yeah. So you just kind of like forget. It was like, yeah, so, but that's really all I remember. I don't remember what else I took. Honestly, college was so long ago, I remember so little of it. <laughs> Be beginning of the decade. Yeah, know? there you go, yeah, 10 years yeah. ago. I was going to say a funny story, mm -hmm. or tell you a funny story about when Jimmy and I took game theory together. We learned about Russian, we really learned about expected mm -hmm. but like very, very um, expected value. Right, right. And so the game we played to simulate Russian roulette was we tore up six pieces of paper and put an X on one of them and then balled them up. Yeah. And we each had to pick one, and whoever drew the X had to eat it, the rest of the pieces. Oh, God. <laughs> and I remember, like, drawing the X on, like, my second turn, and I'm just sitting there, like, eating paper <laughs> in our game theory class. I don't think our professor noticed, but... Um, that's better than our alternative for Russian roulette, which was, uh, we didn't do this in class, we did this at our apartment, um, and at the time I actually wasn't drinking, but, um, we, we played our version of Russian roulette, which was we'd fill up, uh, uh shots of, um, uh, water, mm -hmm. but one of them would be vodka, <laughs> and then, so, they would just take a shot, whoever, like, took the one with vodka, that would take a shot. a shot of vodka. Yeah, and I remember Mark just got, like, three times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> that's tough and at yeah. that point you're just doomed to keep getting the vodka yeah exactly um, yeah so that was that was our senior year of uh, college that was 2010 2011 you went to college 2011 I went to college I met Christine in 2011 wait I thought you said 2010 2010 you were... to tw so the year oh, of, of okay. 2010 I was okay. in high school junior and then senior in the fall oh so pretty much this decade has been the decade of Mac and Christine I think so. Because, well, yeah. Because you met in, in what? September 2011? Okay. Exactly. Wow, I like that summary of the decade of Christy. I'm sure Christy <laughs> would like that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll just label the podcast episode The Decade the of Back and Christy. Yeah. That's great. 2011. 2011. So the first half of the decade, you're just in college. I mean, yeah, I graduated in 2015. 2015? Okay. Yeah. And then when did you move to New York City? 2015. When did you decide that you wanted to move to New York City? Um, pretty soon after I met Christine. Because I knew she was going to end up in New York City. Okay. I was just going to follow her wherever she went. I like, okay. it worked out where I'm in software, so I could just like go wherever and do my job. You know, I, mm -hmm. I felt like I could get a job wherever. Um, and so I kind of just like figured out where she was going to go. And then I was like, oh, if you're going to be in the city, I'll look for jobs in the city. So that was like such a, I remember having this like, when Monumental seems too big, but, like, mm -hmm. Revelation, that was, like, uh, that one could pick, or, like, me, I guess me, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> could could pick, like, where you wanted to live, 
if that seems right. weird. Well, right? up, until, up until that point in your life, what you were doing kind of dictated where you lived. Right, yeah. yeah. And so after when I got, not to keep to go back to when I got to grad school, but when I got to grad school, I like was visiting, one, it was weird. That, that Actually, 2010 was cool because I feel like that was when I really first started to like get out of like my comfort zone and like travel a little mm. bit, right? So like, I, yes, I, I, we didn't really travel too much growing up, like as a kid, mm-hmm. um, but when I, even when I went to college, I didn't, like Ithaca's like three hours away from uh, like where Albany, like where I grew up, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it, it's not that far, right? Okay, in the grand scheme. In the grand scheme of things, right? Um, but uh, like when I got into grad school, it's like you do grad school visits, so you actually like go to like the school. So I went to like, Michigan, I went to like Wisconsin, I went to Durham. Um, yeah. And so that was like the first time I was like really flying by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, so just like staying by myself, getting around, which, you know, I kind of failed at a lot. <laughs> well, you didn't have Uber back then. So right. Um, and so it was, uh, yeah, I remember trying to figure out like, okay, I can go from the airport, like SFO, take the uh, barge to Millbrae, take the Caltrain to, to San Jose, and then I can walk to the airport from there. Yeah. And then I visited my friend who was at Stanford, so I was like, got on the Caltrain, and then I walked all the way down from the Palo Alto station to, <laughs> to like campus at Palo Alto. Oh um, Very independent of you. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, you know. What did you do in like undergrad? Like, did you not travel at all? No, you take the bus home, and then, or, you know, my parents would come get me. And, and that's you know. it? Yeah. Interesting. Right. I remember my freshman summer in, in college now, so this is mm-hmm. 2012. Mm-hmm. I had flown to New York City to do, I did, like, one of those research experience for undergrad. Oh, yeah, where'd you do um, that? At Stony Brook. Oh, cool. Uh, which worked out, because Christine was going to be in the city. Um, so, like, yeah, it, it mm-hmm. worked out perfectly. But I was flying for the first time from Buffalo to New York, and I just, like, didn't know what to expect. Like, in the airplane, they start, like, saying all the safety instructions. I'm, like, paying attention, right. like, very carefully. And then I, like, land. I'm, like, all right, like, now I don't know. I'm supposed to look for some guy. I, like, find the guy. We take, like, a, an hour-ish, uh, like, cab ride out to Stony Brook, and we're just kind of, like, all standing there, like, trying to figure out <laughs> where to go. Um... And I remember that was the same summer where I visited Christine, I think, like, twice a week via the Long Island Railroad. So I'd take the Stony Brook uh, uh, stop all the way into Bell Rose, which is, like, a 45-minute-ish commute, maybe an hour long. Oh, well, it's commute. pretty long, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's longer than that. I don't remember. But I definitely left uh, my lab way too early. <laughs> like, on Wednesdays, I would, like, leave at, like, 2.30 or 3. I'd just be like, deuces. <laughs> and then just, like, run to hang out with Christine. Yeah, that was a fun summer. What summer is that? Two. two- 2012? Summer 2012. 2012, yeah. okay. That was the same summer that I used to pick Christine flowers uh, from the, the flower beds in front of the dorms where I was staying. I used to just, like, bring that <laughs> just, 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 like, cut, like, roses and stuff. I'd be like, oh, these are <laughs> such nice flowers. I'd be like, yeah. Totally yeah, just totally stole them. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they were just there, so, yeah, I don't think they were missing them. Uh, I never got caught. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, so that's summer 2012. What did you do summer 2013 then? Summer 2013 was my my first real. So 20 actually 2012. The, the spring of 2012 was when I took my first programming class ever. So I hadn't done any coding prior okay. to that, which okay. is kind of funny to think about. Um, but then uh, I'd taken another few coding classes uh, during my junior or sophomore year in college, and then summer of 2013, I did an internship at a company in Buffalo that was doing like 
uh, DOD contracting. Like they were building some like missile defense system or something. I don't okay. remember what. I didn't like touch any of that. I had to get a security clearance, but I didn't ever end up needing it. I was just like building GUIs. Because <laughs> like uh, all this the was, other. Oh, give it the intern like. Yeah, yeah all the other people could be bothered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I remember I they had some like file manager GUI. Uh, I don't know if the, I did this during that summer. If I did this. I also interned with them for like three weeks during some winter break, and I remember which one. But I built some file manager GUI that had like, uh, I don't know, like their the previous one was like single threaded, and it would like load all the files from disk into like it would like do the silly thing and take like two minutes to load, and I like got down the startup time to like a second and a half or something like insane, <laughs> uh, and I just felt like a god back then. That's all I remember from that place, just like feeling like a god when I made my multi-threaded file manager. That was 2013 for me. What was 2013 for you? Wait, 2013 for me? Yeah. Uh, I was uh, in San Francisco um, doing an internship uh, at Facebook. Oh, interesting. Ann Abba. I, I still think it's hilarious that I almost went to grad school in Michigan. Maybe, I think that's maybe exaggerating a little bit. I've never heard this story. It was the only school in contention. I was like deciding between industry and grad school. Oh, and, like, did Michigan. you apply to grad school? No. Oh. But I did take the GRE. Um, oh, okay. But I, 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 like, I couldn't decide. And I remember Michigan coming in, someone like telling us about their engineering program or comp site or whatever. It's one of my classes. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll look into it or whatever. But I never followed up on it because I Got it. wanted to follow Christine. Yeah, and yeah, uh, she yeah. Yeah, was in the city. So. Um, wait, what did you do then the next year then, summer 2014? 2014, I was at Bloomberg in New York City. Mm. Um, that was my junior summer. Was this the first time that senior. you lived in New York City? Well, I lived in Stony Brook. I don't know. Well, I guess oh, yes, does that count? Eh, no, no. Bloomberg was definitely my first. How, New how York much City did you go into the city when you were on? Stony Only Brook? on weekends. Oh, that's uh, a lot. Well, it wasn't every weekend. It was so enough to get like comfortable with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. that. So then, okay, you were living in New York. Living in New York. Uh, actually, Brittany was uh, interning with me okay. at Bloomberg. Uh, fun. That's uh, we were chatting with Brittany early today. Mm -hmm. um, and what was I doing? Yeah, I think I was just mostly trying to like fake my way through the internship. Like they had me writing again GUIs, some JavaScript yeah. thing or whatever. I did a lot of GUI work for a backend engineer nowadays. Like what was I? Do? I guess that's just what interns do. I actually, yeah, that yeah, is what. what that is what interns do. A lot do, of front yeah. end work. Uh, Wait, so did you realize? So you said so you were like already with the mindset that you're gonna be like I'm gonna be I'm gonna be moving to New York. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think Christine knew pretty early on that she wanted to end up in New York City after school. So I, see, yeah. I think like even like getting that gig my junior summer was like awesome because right. I knew like worst case scenario I could just go back to Bloomberg. Right. Um, right. And then I, I got a couple of other offers. So. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just remember thinking in college that I had like no idea where I was gonna end up going. Really? Yeah. Oh, like okay. yeah. I mean I don't know. I was like I don't know what they do now. Yeah. But really. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, because uh, I was just gonna say that's funny because I feel like what you have you experienced back then is sort of what Christine and I are experiencing now. Where like at least for me, like after college, I knew where I was going because mm -hmm. I knew I was gonna follow her to New York City, so I didn't really have to think about like in you know up until then you know I was in I was in high school, I was in college, and I, I was going to the city. Like I didn't actually have like the liberty to choose to live anywhere in the world I wanted to. 
Well, I wouldn't say I had the liberty to choose. It would be like, well, where am I going to get a job? <laughs> right? So, like, uh, well, my yeah, friend yeah. Mark, right? My yeah. friend Mark ended up in Madison, Wisconsin, and he hated it. Oh. He's, so he's there uh, working uh, for nine months, and then he's like, all right. As soon as he pay was able to make enough money to pay off his student loans, he basically quit and packed up his stuff and moved back to Toronto mm -hmm. um, to play professional poker. Uh, no. Yeah. Actually? I haven't told you about this? No, yeah, no. yeah. So he uh, was playing online poker a lot. Uh, and so the plan was uh, work, sit, like spend as little money as possible. He lived in like this like really small apartment. It was a studio. It wasn't small. It was massive. There was a lot of land there. But it was really cheap. <laughs> Coming uh, for someone with this studio. <laughs> the TV he bought was like this old big like CRT. Oh, like, uh, like one of the Hondas. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah. Uh, he didn't even last a year. I think it was maybe like eight months. He made it through the winter there, um, paid off his loans, and just drove uh, all the way back to Toronto. He met me. In, he, he stopped by in Ann Arbor. Um, oh, nice. Um, but then he, he went back to Toronto, but then his plan was to play professional poker. And? Uh, and he did that for maybe like six months or something. Um, and then he got a real job. I was going to say, I feel like it's hard to make a living being a professional poker player. Yeah, he was also traveling. Um, it was also, it got a lot harder, like, in, in around that time. Um, mm. But uh, what, that was like the game, around. you mean? Uh, the, yeah, online. Uh, just mostly because, like, they, with, like, regulations and laws, they cracked down on, like, how easy it was. So... How easy, how easy it was to like play online poker so you have to like oh. jump through hoops and then like a lot of like the amateurs like stop playing oh um, i see right like, so there's like less easy to make money no candy to take from right, the babies right I see. exactly yeah I see. so uh yeah so that was, yeah so that was um yeah so like after college like a lot of my friends like so a few of them went to new york um a, a few of them just went to like random places so like uh will my roommate moved to houston <laughs> Uh, he also hated his job. Uh, he, ended, he ended up moving back uh, to Long Island, so New, New York. Uh, it's a lot of people moving back home. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, because you know, at the time, I was like, so, so, yeah. That's what I was basically saying. Like, all right, well, it never really occurred to me that you could like pick where you wanted to live. Like, and just be like, all right, well, I'll find the, where a job is. So I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna go where I can find like a job. Mm -hmm. um, Whereas now it's like a little bit more like, oh, well, I can probably live wherever I wanted and it's like a huge luxury. Mm -hmm. Wait, so, okay, so how'd you come to Facebook then in New York? Oh, well, that's a much, much later, right? Because I ended up going to grad school. Well, yeah, yeah, okay, so you're in grad school. Well, okay, we're in 2014, 2015. 2014, I was, 2014, I was in Ann Arbor, uh, yeah. During the summer doing research and whatnot? Yeah, yeah. 2015, I was here. Well, you were still in Ann Arbor. Oh, you're Bloomberg. 2015, I was uh, in uh, at Facebook in San Francisco again. Yeah. Oh, for the summer. That's yeah, right. Yeah. That's so funny to think I, we were both at Facebook, but I didn't know you. I was actually uh, probably in the same time. I was probably there right with... because that's when you sent me the Vim group. I sent you the Vim oh, group. Oh, sorry. Uh, somebody that we both know <laughs> said, "Check out this great group." <laughs> I wonder if you remember that group back then. I did. Well, I did. How do you think I knew about it? No, but when did you join? Do you did you join after you came back, or when you were when you were at Facebook in twenty fifteen, summer twenty fifteen? Wait, no, I knew about the group because I think uh, David was at the company in New York. David, my, my wait. David was in New David York. David sent you the group. Yes. While you were still in it too. Yeah. <laughs> and said, "Check out this group that this guy on my team made." Oh my god, cringe! <laughs> I'm cringing. Ah. 
<laughs> and I didn't really put it together that that was you until after I knew you. Saboteur. <laughs> I did not know that you knew about that before I knew you. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I knew to specifically go look for it. Because I'm like, hey, what happened to this group? <laughs> oh, it died. It died very quickly. Uh, yeah, so that was the second time I was in San Francisco. I had a lot more fun this time, I feel like, that time. Yeah. But kind of knew what I was doing. So what were we talking about? Uh, okay, oh, yeah, so you were so interning... I was interning at Facebook, yeah. And then, and, then, and then when I got back, I was getting ready to graduate, so I was ready. I started to write my dissertation. Um, yeah, summer, September. I remember when I got back, I didn't have an apartment in Ann Arbor. I had like seven different apartments in Ann Arbor. Uh, but I didn't have an apartment, so I ended up moving into uh, my friend Jason's house. Um, mm -hmm. He'd just gotten married, uh, and he, he and his wife had a house in Ann Arbor. Oh, nice. So, so you're just like, hey. <laughs> I was like, hey, you have an extra room? All right. Um, so I was living in there for, I was like, I'll, I'll be out of here in like a month. <laughs> Fast forward, like yeah. a year. Um, so, yeah, I, I was out of there in, in like a month, a month and a half or two or something. Um, <laughs> uh, Could have been four, who knows, yeah. Right, so, but then, yeah, so that, that's like a whole other thing with the apartment stuff, so. Um, and then 2016, you were? 2016, uh, oh yeah, so 2015, I accepted an offer, 2016, I ended up uh, joining, yeah. And then the last four years have been a blur. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So, uh, what were you doing in 2015 then? 2015? Oh, it was my senior year of school. Oh, right, then you moved here. I just moved here. Moved with Jimmy. Lived with Jimmy for a year. In Hell's Kitchen? In Hell's Kitchen. Lived by myself. Actually, I lived by myself for a few months, then Sean joined me. You lived by uh, yourself? How did you in Sunnyside, that? In Sunnyside. It was a cheap apartment. It was only like 1800 a month. Wow, okay. <laughs> uh, Sunnyside was nice. And then uh, you split that? No, no, no. Uh, Sean, Sean was a, like a med student. He was like volunteer. He didn't have any money at the time. Oh, so, so you were just like, hey, I was just like, I'll get a place with like, it was hilarious because my bedroom was like the size of this concert. It was a large bedroom. Yeah, it was a large bedroom. Uh, it was actually maybe a little bit bigger than this. And then for whatever reason, the second bedroom of the apartment was basically a closet. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. <laughs> I can take the big bedroom and then uh, Sean, who's living with me, could just live in the closet. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, he, he, uh, he lived with me, did like some volunteering in the city and whatnot. And then Christine and I got married 2017. And we lived in Kew Gardens. Oh, that's right. Because I remember I joined the team and then, then you got engaged. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, who is this guy? Yeah, I was like, who's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember thinking you were like a 50 year old um, because your Facebook profile photo was. I don't understand Christine, this though. Why did like, that? Face swap. Okay. And it looked like two little children. And so I, it was like, I was like, yeah, I just thought they were your kids. Not, not that one of them was. <laughs> and then the way that Matt, David would also describe you was like, you know, Matt, you know, it's like, Mac's really funny. Mac, <laughs> I'm paraphrasing a little bit. He's like, you know, he's this guy from like Buffalo. He's like very Midwestern. And so I'm like, yeah, I, mean, I guess maybe he's like the 50 year old, yeah. like, <laughs> like guy with two kids. Yeah, so then, yeah, so uh, 2016, um, so coming back. We also have nine minutes, so we have to go back. Okay, uh, 2016, you came here, 2017, you got married, uh, 2018, 2019, 2019, you moved to... 2018, my nephew was born, 2019, I moved to California. 2020, yeah. here we are. 2020, here we go. Yeah, I have you a big uh, temporal milestone for each of the years, which is kind of nice, actually. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait, what about you? Otherwise, it just like it ends up being a blur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking from firsthand experience. Let's go say. Um, let me. I mean, no. I mean, I guess I have uh, temporal milestones. Like, uh, uh, 2017, my uh, nephew was born. I think. Uh, yeah. 2019. 2017. Oh. Then, I think you're 2019. Well, 2019, uh, both my nieces were born. Interesting. Yeah. And then 2018, uh, nothing really happened. When was 2018? 2018 was a big year. Yeah, yeah. That was a big year. That was the year Rohan left the company. That was the year everyone abandoned you. <laughs> <laughs> or around that time, 20, early 2019. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, yeah. Late 2018, early 2019. Oh, no, I, no, I'd say 2019 is when everyone Oh, left, the abandonment. Right? Oh, I guess, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 2019, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 2018 was, like, prime, like, that was when the gangs all here. <laughs> yeah. Like, bye. Bye. Um, yeah, uh, so, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what the new decade uh, brings us. New decade, new mic. Um, What's your goal? Do you have a goal for the decade? Uh, I was just thinking about this. I have multiple goals. I was thinking about uh, creating uh, decade goals. Not, like, year goals. First of all, a decade's an incredibly long time to look forward, um, or to look out. But I was going to say, I know we we talked about being reflective as opposed to extrapolatory. No, we talked about, oh, for this episode. For this episode. For this episode, yeah. 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 But I feel like it'd be be fun just to spend two minutes, yeah. Yeah. Well, we always have to end on NIN, but preview. Well, we we can end on what we would like to NIN, unless you had a good NIN. For this week? Yeah. I could always come up with something, but no, we could do the. We could change it up. Okay, we'll change up. Change up to end the decade. <laughs> what is? What are some new experiences you would like to accomplish for the new decade? Oh wow, because a decade's long enough where you can actually have some like really beefy milestones. Like last decade, for example, I got a PhD. Jeez. <laughs> oh my uh, god. Well, last decade you also got married. I know. And graduate college. This is too far to think out. I'm like having an existential crisis just trying to think. I feel like you never have a, 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 a Yeah, but it's only because I don't bother to think that far ahead. Oh, well, that's like the epitome of my life. But I was saying how I would like to learn uh, some new languages um, in the new decade, like sp- speaking languages. So I'd like to, really like to learn Spanish. Um, and uh, I took like six years of German in like middle and high school, but mm-hmm. I don't remember much of it. So I'd like to... Um, They'll come back. Uh, no, well, um, I'd like to be good at that. And also, uh, I think I would be, if I got like regularly, like if I had like learned practice, I could probably also become pretty uh, good at Cantonese. So I think in 10 years I could do that if I don't die. <laughs> I was going to say, isn't your uh, clock ticking? Yeah, yeah, really clicking. I have less than 10 years <laughs> yeah, now. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. 10 years. I don't know. That's too, that's too, I think you and I could do anything we wanted to in 10 years. Like I think 10 years, without exaggeration, we could be, either of us could become the president of the United States if we put our mind to it, if that was like our goal. Well, you could just barely become president of the United States in 10 years. Yeah, that's what I mean. Well, I mean, considering you're so young. Yeah, I know, yeah. yeah well, <laughs> we did go to the moon. We, as in, like, the U.S. went to the moon in less than 10 years. Jeff was like, we're going to the moon. Then everyone's like, what? And then Ten years you, know, you mobilize and you, know, you go to the moon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so what do you want to do for... Uh, you said anything is possible. Yeah, I, so. I really think pretty much anything is possible. For either of us individually, maybe as a society, there are things... Oh, I thought you meant, like, us combined. Oh, well, each of us. Each of us. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, you and I together, we could could accomplish twice as much, if not more. Well, do you know the Evil Twin Brewing Company? 
No. And McKellar Brewing Company. They're no. like these twins who like were making a brewing company. Okay. And they ended up feuding and making like two separate like <laughs> brewing companies. It's like in the next decade we both become like very popular podcast hosts, but like end up feuding and we have like very popular two separate podcasts. It's like Mac in the morning and yeah, Mike, Mike in the morning. morning. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what happened to Mike and the Mad Dog. Mike and the Mad Dog? What? Yeah. You know the original, like Mike and Mike in the morning? Yeah, Mike and the Mike. Oh, they're separate now? It's Mike in the morning I and the Mad Dog? So. I think so. But I, that was like decades ago. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd have, to, I'd have to really think about it. This is a good time to do this too at the end of the decade is think about what I want the next time. I guess it's really deciding like the, the trajectory. I know there's always time to, you know, adjust course, but I feel like the next 10 years will really set the trajectory for the rest of my life, you know? I thought like, that was like the past 10 years. Well, I feel like I've been saving up a lot of resources and I could, it's like within the next decade, I will probably make some decisions that will like lead me on a course that will be difficult to change. Like, I feel like, okay, I'm 26. Okay. Uh, like I have my whole life I had to make, I pretty much do whatever I wanted to, right? Like aside from maybe like needing a degree to do something mm -hmm. very highly specialized, I feel like I have more opportunities now, far more opportunities now than I did 10 years ago. Right? But uh, I feel like, I feel like once the rocket like kind of like is on its course 10 years from now, it'll be hard to adjust, if that makes any sense. Like I feel like I'm just like lifting off, if that makes sense. No, that, that makes sense. It seems weird that you'd say that it is limiting. Well, I mean... I feel like if anything, you get more opportunities. Later on? Yeah, because you'll just have more experiences, like... Well, I guess it's true, right. and I guess 36 is still quite a ways away from, like, retirement age. It's like yeah. 30, 30 years away. Oof, 36, that's five years away from me. Well, I mean, think about, like, think about how little you knew 10 years ago, and, like, how much, like, more you could have done with, like, 10 years of knowledge, and now you have that. So you can do, like, 10 times more. Yeah, I guess I'll probably just have less time. Or it's like once you become invested in something, it's hard to like start over from scratch again, right? Yeah, but uh, you can be so much more efficient. True. Yeah. So wait, so if you had, just as a toy example, a 35-year-old and a 25-year-old, and you asked who would have more impact by the time they reach 65? Depends on what you mean by... You would obviously say it's a 25-year-old, right? Because they have a 10-year... Uh, to... yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It depends, though. It depends on if you say, like, okay... Like, the 30 or 35-year-old may, may get more done within the next 10, 15, 20 years mm -hmm. compared to the 25-year-old. But also, like, there are advances in technology, like, in the era, true. right? True, true, true. Like, a 25-year-old now versus a 25-year-old, say, like, 10 years ago, or 20 years ago, let's say 30 years ago. Right. It's mm -hmm. a lot more different, right? Yeah, it's true. Right. It's true. Yeah, I don't know. I need to think about this more. Okay. I, know, I feel like I'm going to lock it in at some point. Yeah, you, you probably feel this to some extent. Locked in? Yeah, you're locked in. Um, I felt a little bit. Like, you feel a little bit, I mean, especially since, uh, oh, like, okay, I, like, I'll say, like, I have a PhD, right? But, like, it feel like, it seems a little bit locked in. Like, okay, well, you have to it feel like, are you spent so long, like, doing, like, one thing? You feel yeah. like, okay, if, like, specialized, it'd be, like, a waste not to make use of my skills versus, right. like, go off and do something else I want to explore. Um, but at the same time, uh, there are a lot of just, like, 
life skills that mm -hmm. I've learned, like the ability to like learn things pretty quickly and like make use of like uh, they're transferable, uh, right? They're so transferable yeah. and allow you to just do what you want in life. Um, and part of it's too just like figuring out like what you want. Like I'd say, ten years ago, I was a completely different person than I am now, and the things I want are a lot different than what I want right now. And it's like a continual process. And who knows, in ten years, I might want to do something else, right? Um, True. Which kind of makes it cool. Life.